Welcome to Multiple Revenue Streams, the podcast for anyone who wants to start a side hustle, business owners who wish to expand, entrepreneurs who build brands, and moms who build empires. I'm your host, Linda Payan, and I'm here to encourage you to keep going, do the little things every day, and start building a revenue stream that you are proud of. Please sit back, relax, grab your sparkling water, and let's find it. I have an exciting guest today. Her name is Katherine Barton, and she is the owner of Future Thinking Consulting. Hey, Katherine, how are you? Hey, Linda, I'm feeling good. Excited to be here. So glad you're here. She focuses on professional development with a specialization in leadership. She was a top United Nations finalist in an international challenge with 500 large companies. The challenge was to help every woman across the globe. She has the only online science-backed leadership development program created by a female business scientist with an average return on investment of seven times. Impressive. (laughs) And she has a global presence and has clients all over that work in diverse industries. Welcome, Catherine. Thanks. Let's play today, Linda. Let's play. All right. Do you want to share a little bit more about your business? And sure, sure. Um, how it came I can, about? Well, I'll tell you what. I have done this kind of like business consulting, coaching for quite a while. To be perfectly honest, Linda, I didn't like how other people were doing it. So basically, I quit working with other people, started my own business. And I'm so glad I have, because now I get to have the clients that we work and mesh well together. Um, I refer to myself as a business scientist because 100% every single sentence, everything I suggest, the advice that I give is backed by actual research. I'm having myself a good time. (laughs) That's awesome. So tell our audience, what kind of clients do you have? I go from individuals, a lot of times uh, entrepreneurs, all the way to large corporations. And then I'll work with like a department or a group that they have. I work with their workforces to, you know, the words employee engagement, all those fancy little words that everybody uses now. What I do is I use science and I build workforces. I use science and I build companies. So that, that type of client that has like a growth mindset. That's who I work with. So a lot of times when companies contact you, what what are they contacting you to do? Like what would be like their main benefit of hiring you? They usually contact me when there's been a problem. I wish they would give me a buzz before that happens, but they usually contact me. They have a level of managers, who are having difficulty, a lot of time production managers, middle managers get such a bad rap because they get it from top and bottom. (laughs) But that's who companies usually hire me to work with. And then it's them working with their subordinates. So say I have like 40 production managers, I would work with 40 times whatever their subordinates. Make the work, the environment more cohesive, 
always look, companies are always looking for their production numbers to increase. So that's the kind of thing I do there. All right, that's awesome. Now you said you work with individuals as well. So do you do group coaching? Are you one-on-one? Tell me, tell me what you have. A lot of people that are individuals that hire me, it will be, they have a, a dream and they want somebody to bounce the ideas off of. They want to, you know, reach certain goals and they, they, a lot of people that contact me have failed in one area. They don't want to do it again. So they decide to hire a coach consultant, which I always call myself both. And they want to get somewhere. And we, we have an entire plan. Um, it's never easy. My clients are hard workers. I don't have a single lazy person that I hang out with during the week. And that's who contacts me when it's individuals. Usually entrepreneur. Sometimes it's a person wanting to get a promotion. So they give me a call and we work on that. Okay. So they're in the corporate world and they are looking to get a promotion and they reach out to you that way. That's great. So you have a lot of different, a lot of different clientele. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My week must have different programs for each, for each area. I do. It, if it's an individual, of course, it's more focused on them. If it's a, a large company contacting me, I have to know, I have to take their objectives and align the workforce with those objectives. That's not always easy, but that's how businesses stay uh, sustainable. They have to have workers that work towards the goals. That's awesome. Well, tell me and tell our audience how, how you came about doing your business. So I saw that you're a PhD candidate, which is pretty mm-hmm. impressive. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so tell me, like, what did you do before that, before yeah. you started consulting? And how did you get to this area right now? Well, we could go all the way back to when I was a cleaning lady. Um, I cleaned people's houses. I cleaned um, out at Kennedy Space Center. I was a custodian out there. So I was a cleaning lady. And the funny part of that is I've told people that's where I probably got my best business wisdom was scrubbing toilets. Not very fancy, but when you have clients take off the day that you're coming so they can talk about their business with you, while you're scrubbing their toilet, you know you might have some business skills. And that used to happen to me all the time. So, so that's awesome. Were you, <laughs> did you own that cleaning company? Yes. Eventually okay. I started, I started with a lady that was brilliant. You know, I needed a um, I needed to get through college and I needed some Christmas money. So it was October. I saw in the newspaper. Oh my God, now I let you know how old I am. But I saw in the newspaper, there was a job opening. I went, she hired me. I worked with this lady. She was so business savvy and she was a cleaning lady. And then when I saw her house for the first time, she lived in a mansion on the river. So this was a woman that literally, um, she's gone now, so I could tell this story, but 
She came home. Husband was cheating. He kicked her out. She was literally in a van who happened to have a vacuum cleaner and some cleaning rags. And she started her business from that. So I, I learned from her how to talk to a client, how to still stay professional, but ha ha ha. Um, it was, it was an education. So I went from that and then I went from working with other people and then I became my own small business owner, sole proprietor, and I cannot be happier. <laughs> That's awesome. What a great mentorship you had. Yes. Without even knowing it, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I was just looking for Christmas money. <laughs> yeah, but, but what, you know, it's, it's amazing what, what those, what those jobs will do for you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So wise. And I learned that uh, maybe a job that other people would look down on, uh, you could become a millionaire. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I love, I love the fact that you said that they would talk about their business when you're cleaning your toilets. Tell us literally about that. Like (laughs) the scene was me filthy, dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Toilet scrubber on my knees because I was a good housekeeper. I have to tell you, I was really good. But, you know, scrubbing a toilet, them sitting like on a a tub, the edge of a tub, talking to me about their businesses. Yeah. And it, it would happen over and over and over again. And I thought to myself, I mean, at the time I was going to college, so I knew something, but you know, these business people valued what I had to say while scrubbing their toilets. So I had, I took that as a compliment. Well, you should. I mean, you were a business owner as well. So you got, you know, it's nice to talk business owner to business owner, right? And just get great ideas. And that's the hope of this podcast as well. Um, And again, thanks for being on. Oh, well, this is fun. Anytime I get to play (laughs) with you, Linda, it's fun. <laughs> so fun. Um, if you could go back and give your 18-year-old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Uh, first of all, just keep keep at it. And dang it, you can do this. You can do this. So I had great parents and stuff like that, but it was never... Like I wasn't raised with a bunch of conversations about, you know, building my empire or anything like that. I, I didn't even have school officials that could care less about whatever I want to do or whatever. So I wish, I, I wish right now I could jump back to that girl, pat her on the back and say, you are so worthy of this. Just keep going. When I was a kid, I used to daydream about being an explorer, but then I never heard of anyone ever doing anything like that. So I would just kind of try to put it out of my mind. I would daydream about it because I did a lot of that as a kid, but like, I wish someone would have said, you know what, you could be an explorer. You could could put on those hiking boots and go. It's almost that permission, right? That yes. to say, oh. you are so worthy, you're sharp, you're smart, and you can do this. You can do yeah. hard things. And yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. It was a different time. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, it was. it was. And I don't even think, I don't even know that everybody, anybody I knew had those conversations. I mean, I know we sure didn't at, yeah. in, our, in our home. And again, it was, you know, a good environment. So. Yeah, I had a loving home, but um, <laughs> I don't know if I would have started talking about building my empire. That's why I would have sounded. <laughs> and you I know, know what? I would go back and tell myself, you're so cute. Oh my gosh, you're so cute. You know, who cares you had to sit on your forehead last week? You're so cute. And then I mean, every teenager does, right? <laughs> yeah. And you know, on picture day, your hair never works out <laughs> like that. Yeah. And I oh, would have, gosh, also, gosh I, I would love to have a conversation with myself. I would also tell myself at 18, it is okay if you want to go make money because you wouldn't yes. believe how many yes. people, like, even now, if, I mean, I'm a business consultant. I'm supposed to talk about money with my clients, but there are a lot of women that people have told them you are not allowed to make money. I'm here to tell you, you are. And I wish someone would have told me that because I probably felt guilty for thinking about money. I don't know. So maybe you'll have to write a book. You can make money. You can make money. It's okay, girl. Something like Something, something like that with clearly a better title than that. So let me ask this. What's the biggest challenge you're facing in your business right now? And how are you tackling it? Well, I'll tell you, I have a presence overseas, you know, um, but I would like more. And it's tough. It's tough for people who don't even, let alone live next door to you, but whoever lives you know, across an ocean to trust you. And I'm tackling it now with, um, I do a lot of writing, like I, like on my LinkedIn page, I do um, newsletter called Confident Influencer and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm trying to get out there where people can see me, but it is a struggle. It is a struggle. I've had obstacles from money to, I went networking once and someone, I said, hello, I'm Catherine, blah, blah, blah. And as I walked away, they go, where the heck is she from? Like they were making fun of my accent. So there is an obstacle and everybody needs to realize everybody has an obstacle times a hundred. Everybody. The most confident, well put together people that you're meeting this week have something they are currently trying to work over. I mean, I always, it's not really if you struggle, it's when you struggle and right. And, and, you know, when you have to pick up all the things off the ground again and maybe, right. Like, right. There's always something. What's one lesson your job has taught you that you think everyone should learn at some point in their life? Uh, My job has taught me patience. Well, you seem like you're a lot of fun. Have you had to curtail that? (laughs) Yes. I can answer that with one word. Yes. (laughs) Patience. Because I can wake up at 2 a.m. and have an idea and have things set in place by 4 a.m. And I'm ready to rock and roll. And then maybe whoever I'm partnering with in this dream of mine just woke up at 7 
and I'm like rolling over them. So I have told myself, pull back a little bit, take it easy. I learned that with my clients, me pushing doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be able to accomplish something. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that. I also, <laughs> like, it, it takes a lot to hurt my feelings. Like right now, Linda, you could say, Catherine, you're fat, you're ugly, you're dumb, whatever. I would probably start giggling. So <laughs> I had to learn that some clients or some people I'm working with, things bother them that would never bother me. And I need to be a kinder person, a nice person to realize that. And so, yeah, there's something that's a nice human thing that I had to learn. Yeah. I'll be a nice person and patience. Yeah. Patience is, you know, patience is a virtue. I always have to say that to myself (laughs) as well. (laughs) No matter if it's in business with your children, with your family, no matter what, right. Right. definitely a virtue standing Um, at the grocery store like you know you're not wanting to shove the cart into anybody I mean it's like (laughs) patient patient so a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs business owners or soon to be entrepreneurs or business owners and do you have a favorite productivity hack that you Mm. could recommend Well, okay. So if you wanted to talk about time blocking, people, people, you throw that around like it's, you know, do time, time management, productivity will happen if you time block, it will, but people need to know how to do it properly. Six to eight, I do this. Eight, oh, five, nine, oh, five, I do this. That's really brilliant. But for people that are human beings, that doesn't always work. So I tell people, okay, for some people that works great. That works great. For me, I do better if I have a project and I block the steps. So let's say I said six to eight, I do such and such. If it doesn't work, And all of a sudden life comes in because that's what breaks everybody's time management. If life comes in, then, okay, I shift that block. I'm going to do it from one to three. Don't gripe at myself. Don't gripe at myself. You know, productivity is different to everybody. It's different to the companies I work for. When I have an entrepreneur, they're just wanting to sell a product or something. Uh, When I'm talking to large corporations, they're wanting to have uh, throughput, you know, coming out their assembly lines. So it, it kind of depends on what you want, but make peace with yourself that nothing you're going to do is perfection. <laughs> Ooh, I, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, I think that I, I know for me, I definitely have struggled with that. Oh, oh, I think it's common. I, I don't think it's rare. I think it's common because you know, I, I mean, sit at my desk here. I have notes next to me of like steps I'm doing today. And I've already had to tell myself, back off from yourself. <laughs> like you kind of made something impossible. You don't have to be perfect. I will mess up somewhere on this podcast. It, it's 
you know, and maybe if I would have said that 10 years ago, that would make me feel uncomfortable. Right now, I'm telling you, pre-apologize. I'm messing up somewhere on this podcast. And then I'm free to just go do the podcast and have a good time. Free to have fun, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I feel like, you know, entrepreneurship and is a journey. And, you know, if you don't love what you're doing, then, then it's work. I, yeah, I really so do much. believe that. And, you know, when you find something that you really love, you know, some, yeah. then I feel like a, a lot of times productivity is easier that way too. Yeah. I wake up every day ready to do it. And then I do work with, cause I just told you, I work with businesses. I work with tons of people that don't enjoy their job. They're oh, there no. for a paycheck. And so it's a whole nother story mm-hmm. and they look miserable. Yeah. Productivity means something different to everybody. That entrepreneur, honey, <laughs> listen to my words. You're going to be tired. <laughs> I know the world wants you to smooth on through life. But if you have said, guess what? I think I'm going to be an entrepreneur. If there are people in your life that roll their eyes, it's probably because they know it's exhausting. If you love it, you you love it. So so it's so worth it, right? Yes. Yes. Go get you some concealer. Well, not only her. concealer, but for all of us gals, we need um, the spray, the spray shampoo. I got to tell you what, I found out about that a few years ago and it's amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have like 14 gallons of makeup on right now. So. <laughs> you and me both with a filter. Why not? I will go all the way to the bank with my concealer and I will wake up early excited because my life makes me happy. That's awesome. Do you have a favorite person, a personal development book you know, or author? Like it I'm could be- so boring. I'm so boring because I've never had a problem with motivation, which is a lot of what, you know, those kind of books deal with. They're fantastic. I, re- I talk with clients all the time, every day. Someone talks about the book that they're reading. I, well, first of all, I'm writing my dissertation. So I'm, I'm boring. I'm boring, boring, boring. My eyes and my brain don't have any room for anything else. But well, that makes sense. I love the old fashioned Dale Carnegie book. And I'll tell you what it is. So I, and I've had, I've had women mad at me because I say that because he always refers to things as men. Okay. I mean, I can use my imagination. I'm, I'm quick enough to do that, to figure out how I fit in. I fit in the exact same way. He's just coming from a different time, but his words are sharp and they, they don't fluff. He just says it. This is how you do it. And if you follow it, it works. It does. Let's talk multiple revenue streams for a little bit. You want to share a little bit about what you have going on? Well, okay, so I started out, I started out just with services. And I say just, that's not how I should say it. But I started out with services where I did coaching for people to get place to place, consulting for people to get place to place in their businesses. So I did that for a really long time. And I kept feeling like there was something missing. You know, my focus is on leadership. So I felt like there was something missing. I would work in these companies and then I would see their leadership development programs. 
and I'm just going to be rude and say they stunk. They stunk. They would tell you all this stuff that you did not need to use. Okay. It's not even human. Nobody even talks like that. I started out and developed and created my own. And it's the only one created by a female business scientist. So now I have products. By the summer, I will have multiple professional development courses. They're already in the making and I'm editing and stuff. What's right the name of your big one right now? It's Leadership Development. And if you go to Future Thinking Consulting Academy, I'm just going to tell your listeners, if you follow my business page on LinkedIn, I have a code in there that you get 50% off everything. Oh my gosh. I'll put the link in the notes, but it's Future okay. Thinking Consulting under in on LinkedIn. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. And you go there, all you got to do is follow me and you instantly get you, the, the coupons right there. So I guess if you didn't want to follow me, but I'd appreciate if you followed me. <laughs> and yeah, you that's use awesome. Coupon. Yeah, when you're checking out, use the coupon 50% off. I even have a little thing where it's the program plus coaching and it's 50% off. Yeah, I like to thank my people that support me and that that's what I'm doing with that. So do you want to? choose one piece of advice, the best piece of advice that you've ever received? Oh, gosh, I have, I was told by my father that you can, you can have as many friends as you ever want. Don't ever allow like another friend to tell you to not have a friend. And I swear, I use that through all of my years. My And it's the best advice ever. I went to him. I was a little bitty kid. I went to him and, you know, I hung out with like six girls or something. But I would notice I would like people that they weren't particularly in love with and and boys that they weren't particularly in love with or whatever. I went and said something to my dad and he's and he'd always call me Kath and he'd say, Kath, you can have as many friends as you want. Don't let anyone tell you no on that friend. I'm telling you, I have the most diverse group of gal pals in the whole world that would never hang out with each other. But you know what it did? It made it where my clients, they're all different too. Perfectly comfortable. You don't have to be me to be my client. Matter of fact, I have have, uh, more male clients than women. I don't know. Yeah, that's fantastic. Gosh, we have to stop, but this is so much fun. Thank you. And why don't you tell them one more time your website and your leadership development course? My my website, futurethinkingconsulting.com. You can go there and find out all kinds of junk about me. Email me directly at cbarton, Catherine Barton, cbarton at futurethinkingconsulting.com. Or let's get really crazy and you can actually call or text me at 321-506-3213. Thanks, Catherine. Thanks, Linda. Have a great day.